This podcast is brought to you by Visit Bucks County, which promotes travel to Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Ideally located just 25 miles from Philadelphia and 75 miles from New York City, Bucks County offers scenic countryside, outdoor adventure, historic parks, downtown charm, miles of gardens and vineyards, and award-winning dining and accommodations. Plan your getaway now at visitbuckscounty.com. Welcome to From the Locals. I'm your host, Brooke Hillman, and this is our podcast where we explore the people, the places, and the experiences that make Bucks County, Pennsylvania a truly unique destination. Well, Happy New Year. Happy 2021. I'm so excited to begin another year with you sharing the amazing stories from the people who make Bucks County the wonderfully special place that it is. We already have some fantastic business owners and locals lined up, and I can't wait for you to hear their stories. But on today's show, we're speaking with Ed and Sherry Bennett from the Galvanized America Inn and Art Gallery, which is the cutest little bed and breakfast located in Pipersville, Pennsylvania. The boutique inn features four unique rooms and suites, an in-ground swimming pool, beautiful grounds, a gorgeous front porch, and of course, a delicious gourmet breakfast. It's like having your own little private oasis in the heart of Bucks County. In addition to all of that, Galvanized America is also an art gallery featuring original pieces by the owner himself, Ed Bennett, and it's also newly a micro-wedding venue. Ed and Sherry tell us all about it in today's show, so make sure you stick around till the end and hit that subscribe button so you never miss a future episode of From the Locals. Thank you so much for listening. Ed and Sherry, thank you so much for joining us for today's show to tell us all about the Galvanized America Inn and Art Gallery. I think a great place for us to start is to find out how you came across this property because, like I said, it's it's really like a little oasis in the middle of Bucks County. It's so central to so many different things, but when you're there, you really feel like you're in your own little private slice of paradise, and I would just love to hear how you came across it and got the idea to start the inn. How did that all happen? Well, we were always looking for an art gallery for Ed, mm-hmm. and he always wanted to have local artists in his dream since he was little, and he actually um, did a drawing of it when he was young that he wanted to have his own art gallery, and he wanted it to be in a barn. Oh. Um, so this property does have a large bank barn, and mm-hmm. you know we saw that, and he could see his dream coming true to have his art gallery there. Um, then as we toured the farmhouse, which was built in 1754, so it has a lot of charm. Sure. Um, we've always loved staying at bed and breakfast and, you know, meeting the uh, innkeepers and, you know, they Mm -hmm. always have a wealth of knowledge about the area and, and what's happening. And, um, you know, we just walked through the inn and knew that this would be a great small bed and breakfast, which is what we always loved. So Mm -hmm. we're very excited. And if I have this right, I think, Ed, you actually came across the property first and saw it. So what was your initial reaction when you came across it? Yeah, actually, uh, I had a small gallery five minutes from this property over in Bedminster in a, okay. in, a, in a little barn, but it was just a little annex of the barn. Mm-hmm. And I was driving home around five o'clock. And as I passed this property, I saw the for sale sign. 
And I, I got home and I was so excited. I said, it's, it's probably way out of her price range, but it's an absolutely gorgeous property with a beautiful bank barn, an old farmhouse. It even has a swimming pool. And my, my, life, my wife loves to swim. Mm-hmm. A few days later, we were able to see the property. And as I say, we, we walked through and the vibe as soon as we pulled into the driveway, as, as Sherry mentioned, was just one of, you know, here it is. This is the property. Yeah. And as we walked through the, the farmhouse the first time, we, we really planned out pretty much the inn as we were walking. And, and uh, it was just magical, really. Mm-hmm. It sounds like right away you guys knew that this was someplace special that you wanted to share with others. Definitely. Yep. And when you went through and purchased the property, were there renovations that had to be done? Was it pretty much turnkey to how you wanted it? No, <laughs> we, it had great bones. Um, but since we wanted it to be a B&B, we wanted each of the bedrooms to have their own private bath. Mm-hmm. So we added bathrooms. Uh, the third floor um, was an attic and we converted that into our luxury suite. So yeah, it, it took uh, probably a little over a year to do all the renovations that we wanted to do. And did you do any of the renovations yourself? Uh, we actually work with a contractor who was a friend of mine. I worked hand in hand with him, uh, procured a lot of reclaimed and repurposed materials that we used to to keep the inn authentic. Uh, we wanted to keep it not not exactly period, but we just wanted to make sure that this house was here for another 260 years if we could. Mm-hmm. So obviously a historic property. Do you guys know anything about the the history of the property itself or of the home? Uh, I know somewhat. I, um, I'd like to put a book together just to have at the end so people can look at it when they come here. Oh, uh, but idea. I haven't gotten to that step yet. Um, but I went to the courthouse and I looked up old records mm-hmm. and old deeds. And the, uh, the original owner was a weaver. Oh. Uh, the second owner of the property was a uh, blacksmith. And the third owner was a lieutenant of the Royal Navy of Canada. So... Not exactly sure, because the records are so old, exactly who built the house, but the footprint of of this home is immense for that time period. It's 2850 square feet, which they didn't build houses that large back then. And all the rooms are really nice size. So it's, um, it's a pretty special place for the, for the time frame. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I would like to do some more digging to see if I could really figure out who actually built the home. Yeah. Well, sounds very interesting. You'll have to keep us updated on what you find out. So um, you did your renovations and Ed, did part of these renovations include the barn for your gallery and all of your artwork? That, that is eventually where we're going we're gonna to exhibit all my work and, and, and to have maybe four to six other local artists mm-hmm. uh, exhibit there at, at the same time. But in the meantime, uh, we, we chose to decorate the end with the, a lot of the artwork I, I, I do. Um, I've come up with a unique style of art called razor blade art. Yeah. So tell me about that. What exactly is razor blade art? Yeah, I'm the originator of it. I, I I discovered it, it it found me about 30 years ago uh, when I was working in New York City in the bullpen and mm-hmm. there was a big box of razor blades that had been collecting dust and they were taping up to throw it out. And uh, I said, don't throw that out. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I lugged <laughs> it home on a subway. I spilled a bunch of blades out onto my drafting table at the end of my bed 
I saw these patterns and textures forming and I said, I can do something with this. So the next day I went down to Pearl Paint on Canal Street in Manhattan uh, in the village and actually bought a pre-stretched canvas and some art supplies. And uh, the rest is history. I've, I've really honed my art since then. Over 30 years, I've, I've developed different styles. Originally, I used just nothing but chemicals to oxidize the blades. So oh, I, it became cool. a very patriotic theme with using rust for the red and gun bluing liquid for the blue. And then the natural steel of the blade was the white. Mm -hmm. And I started doing wildlife and portraits and landscapes uh, rather than just the abstract images that I, I, I originally started doing. Paintings can take me upwards of two, 300 hours sometimes, the larger wow. pieces. And I, do, I do paintings up to five feet by seven feet in dimension, you know, large pieces. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So you've done your renovations, you've added your artwork. What is the Galvanized America like for people who come and visit there today? The Inn today has four bedrooms. Two of them are suites and the suites have a sitting room as well as a larger bathroom that has um, showers and, and also clawfoot tubs. Nice. Um, we get a lot of comments when people come in that it just, they feel relaxed. They walk in and it feels like home. Mm -hmm. So we love that, that it's their home away from home. And, you know, they, when they, enter the door we welcome them with a glass of bucks county wine uh since we're on the wine trail right and we also make a, a homemade snack for them an appetizer mm -hmm. and so they're usually just blown away we've had a lot of positive feedback so that's exciting they they really uh they really love the inn and how we've decorated and we we have a tagline that says in the middle of nowhere yet close to everything <laughs> and you go five minutes and you're a little town of plumsteadville and and there's restaurants and, and in the summer months we have the uh the river tubing companies are mm -hmm. you know less than 10 minutes away we have uh ralph stover uh, state park also and ringing rocks um we've had cliff climbers stay here that go down to to, to ralph stover and Fine. there's a place called high rocks and they climb sure we have the the, the knock lake knock mix in and lake galena are both access points where you can go rent boats and fish and hike. We're mm -hmm. less than 10 minutes away from Doylestown with its myriad of quaint little shops and, and bars and restaurants. We have the covered bridges. There's one, two minutes from the inn. Uh, you can go on the covered bridge tour. Uh, and then with the history in Doylestown, there's the Mercer Museum and the, and the tile works and the, uh, the castle in there. It, it, it's just a really unique place. When we come back, we hear from Ed and Sherry all about the gourmet breakfast that they offer, which is one of my favorite parts, as well as the micro weddings that they've just started having at the inn. We'll be right back with all of that right after this. Bucks County is home to many stops on the Underground Railroad, from taverns and churches to privately owned farms. Follow this list and learn about the significant locations involved in the fight for freedom by visiting visitbuckscounty.com slash underground railroad. Follow the footsteps of George Washington and explore the many historic stops across Bucks County's countryside. Visit parks, restaurants, and inns along your three-day historic tour through the county. Go to visitbuckscounty.com for the full itinerary. 
Okay, Ed and Cherry, we have to talk about breakfast because I'm a foodie and I know the breakfast that you guys offer there is gourmet and delicious. So what exactly does it all include? Both Ed and I are always trying new recipes. Some of the guest favorites are um, French toast with uh, caramelized fresh local peaches. Oh, that sounds so good. We also do a lemon zest pancakes with a homemade blueberry sauce. Mm. And we always start the course off. There's a couple courses. Um, we do a fruit cup with a pastry. Um, I make all the pastries. Mm-hmm. And I also do homemade granola. We do quiches, frittatas. They're very popular. We love to make those. Yeah. And then we always serve a, a meat course with that. I'm, I'm usually in charge of that. So we'll do a, uh, I do a caramelized bacon that everyone seems to love. We try to Yum. try to do sausage. I've, I've also done, uh, there's, there's this wonderful ham that we get locally that uh, it's just like a honey ham. So I pair it with a, uh, an aged provolone and, and do roll ups and then put them on the grill or the griddle and and people love those so you know just try to keep it interesting we try not to do the uh the ordinary we call it a gourmet breakfast and uh usually people leave full we like to like to give them the opportunity to just have a little snack in the afternoon or you know make it all the way home if they're traveling without the need to really stop and eat a full full meals afterwards so um, Mm -hmm. people love that Well, it all sounds so good. And something else I want to talk about that you guys just started offering are micro weddings. Um, So for people who don't know what micro weddings are, can you explain what they are and how they work at the Galvanized America? A micro wedding is a very um, intimate, personal experience. And that's really what we're going for, where, you know, the guests list would be you know say under 20 people but you would have the experience of being in the inn for an entire weekend so our inn sleeps eight so you could have you know a few more people attend the ceremony Mm -hmm. but then um you would have all weekend to just relax and enjoy that special time um you know, if you're doing some of your own decorating, you you have just a lot more free time just to uh, mm-hmm. enjoy the property and enjoy your day. Um, and I really feel that a, a smaller group just gives gives it such an intimate feel and hopefully create many many awesome memories for the for the couple. Mm-hmm. And I know that these are fairly new for you guys. Can you give a description of what a micro wedding weekend might look like there? We're, we're trying to, to make it a whole event weekend. Uh, they, they come into the inn. They enjoy their first night. If they, if they want to have a rehearsal dinner, we have a wonderful restaurant 200 yards away from us, or they have the ability to, to have a catered small plate dinner or full sit down dinner at the inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an area behind the inn with large mature trees uh, where they can actually have the ceremony. And then uh, Sunday morning, they can wake up. We, we do the gourmet breakfast. And if we can, if we don't have a Sunday evening uh, reservation, we'll offer them a little late checkout. And we think it's going to be very unique. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what we envision for our micro wedding. 
Well, it sounds very unique and very personal. And I think you're going to help make a lot of special memories for people over the course of a whole weekend instead of just a single day or a few hours. So uh, before we move on to the next part of our interview, I have to ask you, how did you come up with the name Galvanized America in an art gallery? Yeah, um, Galvanized America is actually uh, a name that that was given to uh, a painting that I did. I think it was in 2009. Mm-hmm. It was a close personal friend of mine. He was a, he was a mentor to me in advertising. Uh, it was almost like a second father to me. So uh, that's the the title of one of my most most precious paintings. Nice. And then uh, when we when we found the property for the B and B. Sherry and I once again said, well, you know, after renovating, what's the name? And Sherry said, I I like Galvanized America in an art gallery. Uh, Yeah. Galvanized has another meaning and it brings, it means to bring people together, but a B and B brings people together. So Galvanized America uh, just brings people together and they, they, they love coming here. And we just absolutely love the fact that most people will sit, talk, learn about each other, see what they have in common. Mm-hmm. Some some even make plans for future uh, trips together. Uh, it's just a really unique. So, mm-hmm. Well, I love the meaning behind the name, and it's obviously very appropriate for what you guys do and offer at Galvanized America. Yep, we, we think so. So, Ed and Sherry, this brings us to the last part of our interview, which is our final three in Bucks County, the last three questions that we ask everyone at the end of our interviews. And the first one is, why are you proud to call Bucks County home to your business? We love Bucks County um, because it's so picturesque. It's it's a beautiful area to have a bed and breakfast and to have welcome in guests to the county so that they can experience what we love about it. Mm-hmm. The people in Bucks County have just been amazing. The, the people in our area have been extremely supportive of the inn, have family members stay here when they're visiting and they don't have enough room in their home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just really have loved our experience in Bucks County and are happy to call Bucks County home. Good. Uh, and what is your favorite Bucks County hidden gem? Galvanized America Inn, of course. <laughs> Actually, uh, I think that the, the hidden gem that I, that I I find really close to us is is being a beer aficionado. There is mm-hmm. a uh, local brewery within three minutes of the inn in Pipersville uh, that has outdoor entertainment, a wide variety of brews, and they also have uh, a distillery business right next door in the same building. So you can get uh, handmade, uh, handcrafted vodkas and rums and you go outside and listen to music. There's food trucks uh, and that's called Bucks County Brewery. Uh, And then the hidden gem for uh, the average person year round would be the Mercer Museum Mm -hmm. in uh, Doylestown. Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, it just blows you away when you get into that place. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, great suggestions. I have never been to that brewery, so I definitely want to check that out. Um, And our last question, if you had a tourist coming to Bucks County just for one day and they only had 24 hours to soak it all in, what would you recommend that they put on their must-do list? Uh, I would say the wine trail to start. Uh, I mean, if you know, I'm not even a wine aficionado, but uh, we just have so many groups that come in and, and, 
and we are so centrally located to all the, I think there's 11 wineries within 15 minutes a year mm -hmm. uh, that you can just make the day traveling around on the most picturesque roads. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one that overlooks the Delaware within seven minutes of us. There's, you know, another one on an old farmstead that the family converted into a, a winery and they have outdoor entertainment. And then straight down Durham Road, there's another one in Buckingham, Buckingham Valley Vineyards that they have the outdoor uh, vineyards there. They grow the grapes right there that they make the wine. And yeah. that's what I would say if I was in here for 24 hours, even though I don't drink wine, um, <laughs> it seems to, it seems to really the, the guests come back pretty happy happy after those trips. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> I would just add that um, there are two state parks very close to us, and yes. they offer so much from uh, – there's Nakamixon State Park and Ralph mm -hmm. Stover State Park. So if you want to hike or bike, rock climb, paddleboard, canoe, kayak – yeah, you know, we, all of that. All of those things are available close close here in Bucks County uh, to enjoy, which I think a lot of people also come to the area for those reasons as well. Yes, definitely. Those are some really great options um, for anyone looking to come to the area uh, and just soak it all in yes. for the day. So thank you. Um, and so that brings us to the last part of our interview, which is our rapid fire questions. Ed and Sherry, we're going to give you a set of rapid fire questions and see if you can get through all of them in just one minute. Um, since there's two of you here, we're going to go, um, Sherry, I'll give you the first half of okay. the questions and then we'll throw to you, Ed, and see if you guys can both get through them all. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, great. Uh, beer tasting or wine tasting? Wine tasting. Picking lavender at the Peace Valley Lavender Farm or touring the gardens at Bowman's Hill Wildflower Preserve? Picking lavender. Strawberry picking in the summer or apple picking in the fall? Apple picking. Biking on the towpath or hiking at Ralph Stover State Park? Hiking at Ralph Stover State Park. Yeah. Browsing Rice's Market or shopping Newtown's Main Street? Shopping Newtown's Main Street. Good. Uh, all right, Emerald 30, you checking out antiques at the Mercer Museum or looking at paintings at the Michener Museum? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Paint, paintings. Striking boulders at Ringing Rocks Park or seeing a rock concert at the Parks Excite Center? Uh, Ringing Rocks. Covered bridge driving tour or a ghost tour in New Hope? Uh, covered bridge driving tour. Picnicking lakeside or dining riverside? Picnicking lakeside. Oh, we are at a minute, but Ed, I had one more for you. And this is a good one because you guys are along so many of the trails. Uh, Bucks County Ale Trail or Sweet Spots Trail? And Ed, I think I have a feeling of which one you're going to pick. <laughs> Ale Trail. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> awesome. Well, great job, guys. You made it through our questions. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the show today. We loved having you and hearing all about the Galvanized America in an art gallery. Thank you. We enjoyed it. Thank you. It. We did too. Yeah, we loved it. It was it was awesome. Well, that's all for today's episode. If you want to learn more about the Galvanized America in an art gallery or book a stay at this beautiful B&B, &B, visit galvanizedamerica.com. And don't forget for a behind-the-scenes look at the recording of today's episode as well as some bonus content. Keep an eye out for my blog post on visitbuckscounty.com. Again, thank you so much for joining us for today's show. I'm your host, Brooke Hillman, and I'll see you next time here on From the Locals.